Have you noticed that homeschooling is on the rise? There are an increasingly greater amount of homeschooling families here in the U.S., I imagine maybe throughout the world. And today we're going to dive into and talk a little bit about what does that mean when those many homeschoolers, when you have that many kids being taken out of the public or private school, it's sure to draw some attention from lawmakers, those who want to be able to regulate a possibly a bit more of homeschoolers when all of those kids are no longer in the public school system. We're going to dive into that today, and you know what? I'm just going to shoot it straight here. Welcome to the Little by Little Homeschool Podcast, where you can get out of survival mode, feel confident in your homeschool decisions, and gain peace in your heart and home. I know that when we plant our feet firmly in this season of life and embrace our homeschooling, motherhood, and homemaking, we will thrive. I truly believe that we can do this from a place of peace and joy, all while growing a ton of contentment. And while we're at it, Mama, let's deepen those relationships with our children and love these years we get to pour into them. If you're ready to create beauty, seek simplicity, and live intentionally, homeschool mama, then close out that lesson book, let the kids go play, and let's have an authentic conversation. Today's episode is answering a question, but you might notice that today, it's Monday. Maybe it's a different day for you when you're listening to this, but I'm putting out this podcast episode on a Monday. Typically, I've done questions and answers on Tuesday and called it Quick Tip Tuesday, but I'm going to change the format here. I don't know, I kind of feel like let's start Monday off a little bit slower, but maybe slower isn't a good thing because I don't know, I kind of feel like today's episode, let me be coming in hot here with it. <laughs> so I decided to switch and we're going to do Mondays and we're going to call them like Q&A, question and answer Mondays. If you have a question for me, send me an email. I'll talk a little bit more about that at the end, but let's dive into today's question. This comes from Ashley in North Carolina. She said that um, she's read an article recently where her state, North Carolina, and even though I use the name North Carolina, I'm going to use that state, I really want you all to be aware of what's going on in your own states. And that's why I felt like this question really needed to be answered and discussed. I do have some uh, ideas for some episodes further on down the road talking about this kind of topic, but today we're just going to kind of skim the surface and give you just some overall kind of ideas. And I'm kind of hoping to get you fired up a little bit. Okay, back to uh, Ashley's question. So she's said that she noticed that her state is considering more laws for homeschoolers because they now have over 100,000, she wasn't sure if it's families or students. She said it terrifies her. What I teach, how I teach, and my kids' test scores are not their business. She says she's feeling angry because I feel like any proposed law will take more freedom from us. And that she chose homeschooling to get away from all that and to have the ability to teach her children how she sees fit. And if she wanted them to know everything that they needed to learn in the public schools, she would just send them there. So she's just feeling a little bit unsure of next steps. And I actually really like this question, Ashley. Thank you for sending it in. Let's dive into it. First, this is a concern that has been, that has pretty much kind of came onto the radar of those of us who have been homeschooling ever since, you know, 2020 and then 2021, just the great increase in homeschoolers. Up to that point, a lot of us pretty much were kind of flying under the radar. But when you increase thousands and then overall the entire country, millions of students that are stepping out of a regulated public or private school system and into a homeschool system, and when some states don't have a lot of laws when it comes to homeschool. Again, I've mentioned before, I do live in a state that's highly regulated. There's maybe four or five of them. A couple of states are very lax, and but there's most of them that are kind of somewhere in between there. 
But anytime that there is a large increase of people that are not under, let's say, an umbrella of tighter control, it kind of, I'm just going to say it, it kind of gets the government a little on edge. And they start, you know, seeing this and like, oh, we got to do something about that. We can't leave those people to go and do whatever they want to do, those crazy homeschoolers. So let's kind of talk about my initial thoughts when I read this from Ashley. First of all, I am really excited that you are feeling passionate about this, Ashley. And if you are in North Carolina or other states and you're kind of starting to see things and it's kind of ruffling your feathers, it's lighting a fire underneath you, that is awesome. That's really the first thing you need is for some parents to be like, "Uh uh-uh, we are not down with this. We are going to stand up to this. We are going to do what we need to do in order to be able to maintain our freedom uh, for homeschooling as we have been doing so. This entire conversation is really important to have with our children, important to have with other families, whether those families are homeschooling families or not homeschooling families. You're like, well, why would I talk to a non-homeschooling families about this? Well, we should respect each other's you know, freedom of choice in this area of how we educate our children. And we can support those that uh, decide to send their kids to public or private school, and they should support, be able to support our decision as well. We might not always agree on, you know, how each other parent or how we decide to educate our children, but we should be able to uh, come together and have a conversation and be able to encourage and stand uh, with and for each other in whatever decisions that we make for our children when it comes to especially, well, right now we're talking about education. The first thing to do, and what I suggest to Ashley is, to actually get your eyeballs on this proposed bill. Figure out where exactly is is it? Is it a proposed bill? Is it just an idea that's floating around there? Has it been sent to a committee, to the education committee? Figure out exactly where it is and read through it word for word, line by line. Know the entire thing so that you know exactly what it is. Because you can read an article, a news article, and it's not going, it might not be completely true. So we need to know exactly what it says. So that would be the first thing I would do would be to get your hands, get your eyes onto the exact proposed bill and figure out where it is in the whole entire process and then start contacting if appropriate, if it's at a certain point. And honestly, either way, get to know your local state reps, um, representatives, senators, get to know who they are. Let them get to know who you are. So maybe you're in a state and there is no proposed bill. Don't be afraid to reach out and let them know, hey, I homeschool. Like, you know, this is really important to me to be able to homeschool. So you have to let your representatives know exactly how you feel. So that would be step two. So step one would be, you know, get your eyes on this proposed bill, figure out where it is in the process, and then contact your local state reps, senators, and be talking to them, having an ongoing conversation, whether it's through the phone or via email, or even better, if you're able to get into their office and meet face-to-face, that means a lot. The next thing to do would be to start contacting homeschoolers that you know within your circle, uh, in your community, in your church, in your neighborhood, and letting them know about this, encouraging them to reach out to to their reps too, um, so that they can start that conversation. So it's not just you, it's not just one person, one family contacting your you know, local uh, state representative, it's multiple families that are contacting that same uh, state rep. But let me tell you that a lot of people feel intimidated about contacting their local state reps. I mean, emailing is a pretty safe thing to do. Um, Calling is somewhere in between. Meeting in person can be really uncomfortable for a lot of people. So I would suggest to make it easy. 
let those people know, you know, whether you uh, text them, email them, or write it down and give it to them. Let them know the exact bill. Give them the website that they can look at and read it and let them know where they can find phone numbers for their state reps and senators so that they don't have to be looking for the phone number. Really, the point of it is to make it as easy as possible so that people will take action on it. Also, if you can talk to them a bit about what exactly to say, how to propose something, you can give them a little bit of a script that they can use on the phone. You can give them uh, an idea of what you wrote in email. We don't want to copy exactly what somebody else is writing because then it looks like we really aren't into it um, if we just kind of copy it. If a state rep gets, say, the same email from 30 different people, it just it, it doesn't have that same impact as it would if it's put into um, your own words. Get all the information to people that you know locally. And if you still have, after that, you have this fire under you and you're feeling like I have to do something even more. Well, then I'm going to encourage you to go and do that. Do more. You have this uh, freedom of homeschooling that you want to protect and preserve for your family because you feel called to this mission and uh, to educating your children at home. A great thing to do would be to get onto Facebook. I know, wah, wah, wah. Not everybody likes Facebook, but I encourage you to get on there, find some local homeschool groups that you can join throughout the state even. It doesn't even have to be super local, just throughout the state, join some different homeschool groups and start posting about this, letting them know uh, about these different things. And again, you're going to do the same thing as you did with those that are local. You're going to let them know the bill, include the website address, uh, include a website address for where they can find their specific um, reps so that they know exactly who to call, who to email, make it easy. Include a script, you know, obviously maybe right in there. Don't use this word for word, use your own words um, and have have a conversation back and forth. People post questions and stuff, answer their questions, be available to help them through this because this might be the first time that they have ever done anything and you can teach them how to get involved uh, in their local government. To build on the idea of going into Facebook groups is to create a Facebook group or a page or something that has action steps that people then can come and join and they can um, see exactly the action steps and that way it doesn't get lost in other groups. And that way they have the direct information, they know that you're on it. Now maybe, maybe Ashley or maybe you out there who's also listening to this, whether you live in New York, North Carolina or live in another state, and you're like, I don't know if I can do this. Sometimes we just need one person to get started. You might find other mama bears out there who are ready to jump on the front lines that you can pass the baton on to. Let them take over it instead of you being the front runner to it. Maybe you just kind of be back and behind the scenes, behind the curtain and taking care of tech kind of stuff and uh, Facebook groups and that kind of stuff. But let others maybe, maybe lead the charge. They might just need someone to kind of get the ball rolling and to, and to be able to gather people uh, together to um, contact, you know, state reps and to stand up for your rights and your freedoms as homeschooling parents. Think of this also as a really great way to homeschool and teach your kids about how to be involved in a local government, how to be active. What are the ways, what, I mean, how does a proposed bill actually become a law? This is a great way for them to see it from the front lines, watching you get involved. This will spur on to your children to be involved um, politically, be involved in their communities, be involved in various different ways someday when they're older as well. But they can get involved right now as well. Not only are you being involved in and in doing something that um, you feel is important, 
but you're also, let's just say you're checking off some homeschool classes. This is civics right here. This is government. And what better way for them to learn than to be right there with you? Let them read the bills, talk about the entire process. But let's also talk about the fact that, you know, this is a proposed bill. This is the time that you have to nip this in the bud. Because once a bill becomes a law, it is extremely difficult, if not nearly impossible, to be able to pull that back. So don't think that, well, let's just wait on a little bit. No, no, no. Get on this as soon as possible. When you start to see a little bit of rumblings of something, you got to get on it. And just like I said earlier, if maybe in your state, if you're not North Carolina or another state that's proposing this, and you start to kind of see that there's some talk about it or something, get on it right away. But also, like I mentioned earlier, be proactive. Start contacting your local reps. Let them know. Put a face to a name. Let them know that you are a real person and that you're kind and that you have the best interest of your family and your community in mind. Otherwise, if they've never met a homeschooler, they might have in their mind uh, a picturing something that's not accurate. And you can break the mold of that and you can let them know who you are and they'll be able to picture you, I guess, as, as human, as people, as a family that is doing good things. And if you explain to them homeschooling, and this can go with a lot of different things if there are different proposed bills that are you know going forward that you don't agree with, overall, we should get involved. And like I said, this is the way that our kids learn the best. And this is part of why we homeschool, right, Mama? We homeschool so that they can learn alongside us and learn with us and we can do life together. Like I mentioned earlier, I am really excited that I got this question because this is something that many of us have been seeing coming and especially in the past couple of years. It just is, it's inevitable. And some states, it might not happen or it might not happen for 20, 30 years. But some states, it's going to happen a bit earlier. So stay vigilant, mama and uh, homeschool dad out there too. And because we really need, we need moms and dads and we need kids and we need to uh, create community with other uh, like-minded homeschool parents who feel that this is important. This is something that they want to be able to continue to do with their children and maintain the level of freedom that they have right now in their states. So right now, I want you also to take a look at your state see if there's any proposed bills and see where you can step in and take action right now. Because like I said, when it's proposed, that's the time that you got to really, you know, let them know as well as maybe there's no proposed bills. Get to know your local state reps and senators so that they know, again, you're a real person. You're not a bunch of weirdo homeschoolers and stuff, and they know that you are normal. And just because you've chosen a different educational path than what they're familiar with, you're still like cool, awesome people. And I know you are. So thank you for uh, listening in today. If you have a question, a burning question about homeschool, anything that has to do with the homeschool lifestyle, send it to me. My email address is Lee, and that is spelled L-E-I-G-H at littlebylittlehomeschool.com. Send your question, your first name, and your state, because I would love to answer your question on the next Q&A Monday. If this podcast has encouraged you, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. I love to hear how this show has impacted you. So if you could hop over and do that, I'd be so grateful. While you're at it, take a screenshot of this episode and share it with your friends to encourage them. You can also find me over on Instagram at Little by Little Homeschool. Until next time, have a beautiful day, Mama.